Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding, ding. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And we're in the Halloween mood, so we're going to talk Halloween Ends today, the last in the modern trilogy, this go-round of Halloween. The modern trilogy. This is, we'll get, I guess we'll get into what number this is when we, oh, get, God. When we I'm get not there. I don't know the Halloween franchise well enough to rattle off if it's the 12th movie, ninth movie, 15th. I don't know. All I know is... They started this new one in 2018 with with Halloween, and you have to call it, I guess, Halloween 2018, because how else can you refer to it? Then they had Halloween Kills, and now they're at Halloween Ends. So we're doing Halloween Ends today. Halloween Ends today, yes. And we have covered (laughs) both movies? Yeah, I think we've covered covered Halloween and Halloween Kills. Okay, I know for a fact we did Halloween. What I couldn't remember is if Kills was in the weird pandemic time where we were like not doing as many episodes and stuff. So um, I, I didn't check that before the show. I know that we both strongly disliked Kills. Um, so I'll be interested to hear where we land on ends. Yes, yes. But first, this uh, this episode is brought to you by Haunted Trails Haunted House in Independence. Uh, below Three Trails Brewing on the Independence Square. Um, I happen to uh, to own the Haunted House, so I hope you all can come and support. Each week we do a different, uh, a different nonprofit works as scarers inside, and we donate a portion of the tickets to them. And we've had a really, really good group of scares these past couple weekends, and uh, I'm really excited to see how how we keep uh, ramping up uh, the people that come through. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, never thought I'd own a haunted house, but uh, <laughs> I do, and it's a uh, it's a good time. And what two two weekends left to go visit? Right, two weekends left. Yeah, okay. Friday and Saturday, six to ten. Cool. Yeah, you got to get out there. It's good stuff. I'm, I'm glad things are. Uh, Going in the right direction. I'm interested to see if there's like a crescendo that builds right towards Halloween. Yeah, well, uh, it has been. So every weekend's been better than the previous. It's just hard to get uh, get that marketing out there. You know, it's uh, <laughs> once people know we're there, uh, that helps. And it's just it's all random of how they're finding us. So just keep doing everything, I guess. Yeah, I mean, what's there not to like, right? It's close. It's cheaper than the big ass haunted houses at you know down in West Bottoms. You can drink beforehand because it's below a bar, and you can support a nonprofit. So I mean, like, it ticks a lot of boxes here. Yeah, lots of people are doing the the, the food and, and the drink beforehand, and get, getting a little liquored up before they go down. Have and, you had uh, anybody puke or, or pee themselves? Uh, well, we had one lady pee visibly pee herself. Yes. Um, uh, one little boy uh, pooped his pants. His dad ratted <laughs> on him. So that's uh, that's one of our claims to fame. Uh, nice. So it's a uh, it's a good time. You need to go find that guy and make him pay 20 bucks to put a review out there that said, it made my son <laughs> poop himself. <laughs> That's when you know you'll get the people rolling in. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. So Halloween ends. Let me hit us with the you know general stuff that we normally do. Directed by David Gordon Green, who did both Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. Also has done Pineapple Express, Stronger, Joe, and The Sitter. 
cast in this is Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichak, Rowan Campbell, Will Patton, and Kyle Richards. All right, spoiler free. Got to kind of teach ourselves what to do here. Yeah. Um, so th- this is the fourth movie in this chronology. Well, okay, yes, because it, the, it branched off after Halloween 1 in the, the 1977, 78, 79. I don't know. The original Halloween, Halloween 2018 picks up like what, 40 years later after that, I think was the gist of it. Yes. So yeah. you can ignore everything Halloween related except Halloween 1. Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. That's the so to your point. This is the fourth in the chronology that it's following, but you know what, like the fifteenth Halloween movie overall. Yeah, and and we've talked about this, and I know in our last episode of when talking about Halloween Kills, of how many times they've stopped and started this franchise and saying, okay, one and two are accurate, but not three, four, five, and we're going to pick up after that. Okay, actually, number one is is canon but none of the rest of them we're gonna start over and then none of them's canon we're gonna rob zombie's gonna do two of them and then so it <laughs> this is just a giant mess of a franchise but this one is now now one and then what 14 15 16 you know however Something many like there, there are so it's how <laughs> if you're trying to keep track of what's really there is jamie lee curse really michael myers <laughs> sister no because halloween 2 doesn't exist in this world right Yep. So, you know, going into this movie, I I didn't know where I was. First off, like I'm not a big. I, I do think one of my favorite, if not my favorite, ha- horror movie is the original Halloween. But I'm not like a big horror movie buff. I'm not that into Halloween. Um, I will say I, I felt like 2018 kind of brought me back into it. I got really interested. In it. I thought 2018 was like, you know, we mentioned this in our last episode with Cobra Kai, but I did feel like 2018 was a good blend of modern horror with homages back to the original with little Easter eggs here and there. And so I thought it was a really good blend of feeling old, but feeling new. And it did kind of get me excited about where this might go as a franchise. And then kills just took a big dump all over all of that to the point where, I mean, kills was laughably bad and brutally like just painful to watch. It was just a terrible movie all around. So now I'm left sitting here like, okay, do I care about ends? Do I not? You know, okay, I've, I've watched two of them. I might as well finish it. You know, that kind of thing. So going into it, my expectations were, I would say probably pretty low. I mean, I, I wish I could have rode the high off of 2018, but when kills was as bad as it was, I was just like, well, I, I don't know if they can recover from this. The problem that we mentioned with kills, which again, they've struggled with in this whole franchise is, is Michael Myers human. Right. Or is he supernatural? Right. And so you see the guy get shot, you know, a hundred times and he's alive uh, or stabbed in ways that he shouldn't be operating. And so you're like, okay, some sort of supernatural. But then 2018 and Halloween Kills tried to go, okay, no, he's just a man. But then at the same time, don't always. And so we're still yeah. left of, is it a guy? Is it some sort of demon like wh- where are we what are you trying to what story are you trying to tell and i right. feel like they go back and forth still yeah and i so if you haven't seen kills or halloween i guess you know i'm not gonna, I, I guess a spoiler alert for those movies so i i would assume audiences know if we're talking about ends we're gonna talk about kills and stuff but anyways i think kills was okay in the supernatural space until the end if i remember correctly and then the end mm-hmm. it just got absolutely ridiculous with uh, you know him be, like 
the, the townspeople were all circling him, and I think they were shooting him and stuff. And it's one thing yeah. to like end the movie on like you think he's dead, and then he comes back next movie, and you don't have to really explain how or why that happened. You know, you just kind of oh, it's a horror movie. Okay, he's back. But in that movie, when you have him shot and beaten and all that stuff, and, and then he gets up and just takes everybody out, you're like, well, okay, he's yeah, not human. Yeah, I believe he was stabbed either in the chest or in the back with a, with a, a knife, thinking, okay, yeah. he's he's dead, and then stands up and then apparently right. murders an entire mob. <laughs> right, so I, I don't remember the specifics. I just remember it crossed the, the, the threshold of, okay, a human would be dead, and now not only is he alive, he's up and killing people in that same scene. So it's like, it didn't even matter. So I remember you calling that out and us talking about it. Like that crossed the line into, okay, for a movie and a half, I was led to believe, you know, he's just a man escaped a mental hospital, all that stuff. And then now the last 10 minutes, you've got me thinking like, no, he's evil incarnate or whatever, but that's not the, what that's not what the setup had been the whole time. Right. And they actually did a very good job. I thought in kills, I believe, or maybe it was even Halloween showing that he wasn't actually shot as many times as it was portrayed uh, because people were, like, scared and missed him. Mm-hmm. Like, it was more of a, uh, okay, there's lots of gunfire, but they're not actually hitting him, and so it's, it, it could be just a guy, you yeah. know? That from And so they go down that route, okay, he's just not, he's not taking all this damage that you thought he was taking, and then he takes all this damage that you see. Right. <laughs> and then it still doesn't affect him. Yep. Um, you know, with ends too, I think part of what I struggled with is I didn't know what direction they were going to go. Um, Halloween 2018 really set it up as a personal 1v1 with Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. She's been this hermit for 40 years. She's not really been hunting him, but been waiting for him to escape. She kind of just knew it would happen eventually. So she had you know rigged her home with booby traps and she had become this, you know, she had figured out how to like shoot guns and had all these booby trap stuff. Like, so she had, she had been waiting Sarah for the Connor. day. She yeah, where she, Sarah yeah, Connor. she did. And she wanted to kill Michael Myers. Well then in kills, it's like we shift completely out of Lori versus Michael. And in fact, they're hardly in the movie together at all. And instead it becomes about Michael Myers effect on the town and mm-hmm. what is happening with the people of Haddonfield. And they do the stupid thing that I always complain about in movie two, which is you take the two things you want to see together and you break them apart for an entire movie. So you get this bloody Michael Myers murder fest that doesn't really even focus on Laurie or Michael at all. So I didn't know what the setup was going to be for ends. It's like, okay, eventually we have to get this thing to a conclusion because you're calling it Halloween ends. So I'm thinking you're wanting to make it finite, but how are you going to get there? Because you were very, very intimate and personal in the first one. You were anything but in the second one. So now how are you going to bring this all back together? And we'll talk about it more in spoilers, but um, they did a really terrible job of figuring out how to bring it back together and, and close that loop. And I was shocked that they spent as much time as they did in this movie um, continuing the theme of Halloween kills and focusing more on the town and more on that stuff and not on... Lori versus Michael. So, I mean that that's that's a pretty good summary. Uh, I'll be I'll be honest. Going into Halloween ends, I had forgotten there were two movies. Uh, I had combined. Uh, I was thinking it was Halloween Kills and then this one, and then they were kind of doing a recap. And I'm like, gosh, there's a lot in that movie. And then uh, afterward, I'm like, oh, okay. There's there's there was I forgot because they call it just Halloween, you mm-hmm. know. And so I didn't Halloween 2018, and so I forgot about 
that move that they were separate but halloween kills um i did not enjoy the execution but or really but i like the at least the ideas around it i mean i i i I 100 agree you pulled lori away and you you introduced these other people from the past and but at least the core of it is Michael Myers killing all these townspeople, you know, uh, in, in different, different creative ways. And yeah. so it's like, okay, I mean, it is what it is. It's a Halloween movie. That's kind of what we expect. We didn't expect really deep. Again, no, of course ha- not. Ha- Halloween left us with hope that this could be a creative artsy way of, of finishing the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, we got gypped, I think on this this ending for the Michael Myers story. This yeah. was this was terrible. This I hated this movie. I hated uh and I'm speaking about Halloween ends. I thought this was the worst Halloween movie I've seen. Uh I've seen all of them. Uh, this just totally crapped on the franchise. And if you say that it's I can't. I cannot get on board with saying that this was better than Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills looks like a masterpiece compared <laughs> to this thing. I, I, and we'll get into what I think should have happened uh, when we get into spoilers. But this was trash. I was so I was bored. I I was like, why the heck are they going through this this path with it? Yeah. For the fi- for the finale, right? There's. There's no reason why we should be introducing the characters that we're introducing, in right. my opinion. What the hell? Mm-hmm. What the hell? So, so you had you mentioned Lori as this hoarder and building things, you know, to, to defeat Michael Myers for the past forty years. Mm-hmm. Like that's what she's been. It consumes her life. Then Michael comes back. She gets to enact these things. She the Halloween kills. She's going through all this still. Um, Michael's still back. Michael still she's she's clearly has a screw loose. Uh, her daughter gets murdered by Michael Myers in Halloween Kills, and this movie starts off with her. I'm starting a new life. <laughs> Michael, we know Michael is out there. Right. Like we have now seen him. He escaped the mob. Didn't really go into that in this movie, right. but she starts this movie with turning over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like like what? Right. He, he spent 40 years as a hermit. He comes back, kills your daughter, and that's the catalyst that you're just going to move on? Right. That should amplify everything that you've been doing for the past four years, not just be like, oh, okay, now now I'm going to move on with my life and just right. live. Like, that made zero sense. I had yeah. no idea what we were even watching. It, it, was, it was really detached from, as much as I didn't like Kills, uh, I believe Halloween and Halloween Kills take place on the same night. Um, this one jumps four years forward. Um, so I don't know if they felt like they had to establish some kind of growth in Lori or a change in Lori, but I, I, I don't see why that was necessary. But this movie feels detached even from Kills, which I felt like Kills was even a little bit detached from the original, or not the original, but the Halloween 2018. So it's like you just keep kind of resetting things a little bit and it, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like it truthfully doesn't feel like a trilogy that you are trying to seamlessly tell a story with a beginning and a conclusion. It feels like, you know, th- almost three separate movies. They are connected, but it's in the most like 
faintest of ways and really because it's just Jamie Lee Curtis in each of them and the same characters in each of the movie but you're not the story writing and the storytelling didn't like do a good job of piecing it all together well you say detached I feel like Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills feels like a seamless story I feel like it feels detached in the way they tell the story and the director and how they do the characters. But I feel like if you watch them back to back, you're like, yep, this is the next. Sure. This is what's going. I mean, they're they're two, I feel, completely different feels of movies. Right. I agree. And and that's what I mean. Yes. They they feel very different. And then you you shifted the focus from a very intimate Laurie versus Michael story to, okay, now we're going to broaden this out to the town of Haddonfeld. And it's like, did I I ever really care? Like, no, I actually, what I liked about the first Halloween was that Laurie was Sarah Connor and that she wanted to go after Michael. That was a new take to me on the Halloween franchise that, that that's the approach you're doing to the characters. And then you just discard those two, which are really the only two that you care about. I mean, you might care about her daughter and you might care about her granddaughter, but by proxy of Jamie Lee Curtis, not sure. because they're people you care about. I, I don't, I don't care about the sheriff. I don't care about Anthony Michael Hall in <laughs> Halloween Kills. Like, I don't care about the random town people that they then brought back in this one to like make Lori feel bad. You know, the neighbor that she had. Like, I, I yeah. don't care. That's not what Halloween is. Those people exist to be lambs to the slaughter for Michael Myers. They don't exist for me to have emotional connection to. It's Lori and Michael. So that's what I felt by like detached. Like you tried to sell me a, a set of goods on the townsfolk. I'm like, I, I don't care about the townsfolk. Yeah, I, I 100% get what you're saying about perspective. But if you watch them back to back, you at least feel like the story's continuing. And then waiting for this third one, you're like, what the hell? This right. has this feels like like okay. We have Halloween. Halloween kills. Halloween ends. You're like okay. Here is the end of this right. piece, and this is that's not what you get. You get something completely thrown out of left field, and has truly looked like nothing except I, for the last like like ten minutes of the movie, which I feel like they filmed first. And like, okay, how do we get to this point? And just so random up into that. Right. Night. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but what I would say is if you're gonna make the case that Halloween and Halloween kills have that at least some thread of attachment, I think that same thread of attachment exists between kills and ends. I just think the thread of attachment that you want is Halloween to ends not kills to ends because i feel like again the first you know hour of this movie plus is more focusing on haddonfeld and the people what happened to them and what how they're dealing with michael myers stuff not so much the lori stuff so it's like you shifted from lori to the town in kills and instead of reverting back to lori you just extend the town theme into ends for the first hour and you don't care about it so i i i think if I'm going to agree with what you're saying, and I can definitely see what you're saying about Halloween 2018 to kills, I think the same thing, there is an attachment from kills to ends. It's just not the attachment that we want. No, I see. I, yeah, I think it takes us completely into another, another story that nobody cares about. And I agree, but the, you can connect the, the dots. It, very, very, only because the names are there. Very, very loosely. Because um, not only did they, uh, one of the other pieces that they did to this movie that, in the last thing of you have Michael Myers is this juggernaut of a creature that plows through and kills an entire mob. And right. they, they neutered the hell out of him. Sure. And this is just it was one movie review. 
one one movie review removed from him destroying an entire mob right. single handedly, and this is the Michael Myers that we get. And to end it, like, right. how does anybody read this and think, "Yep, that's how, that's what we're gonna do," and that's really cool. Like, yep. this is this is the story we want to tell. I don't understand how these things get made. I, I agree. There's no way the script should have been greenlit. I but. I mean, maybe I—I I don't know. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't understand why. I don't understand why it was written for these guys who supposedly did this because they love the original Halloween franchise. And honestly, I felt like set up such a good beginning with that. I don't understand how we ended up here in any way, shape, or form. But the fact is, we're here. We clearly didn't enjoy this. From what I'm seeing online, I don't think many people enjoyed this at all. I—I I feel I've been seeing a lot of one star reviews roll in um, a lot of like basically people throwing up their hands saying, what the hell was this? What did we get here? Um, I, I don't think you and I are feeling much different than, than that is what I'm hearing. Was this the same director and yes. writers? Of the, I didn't check these, the writers, trilogy? but I would assume so. I mean, if it's the same okay. director, you got to think they're kind of spearheading the whole thing, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So that disappoints. So what I'm anticipating over the next 20 years is we'll have, a new movie that says, okay, Halloween one. Okay. Then Halloween 18, uh, and Halloween kills, but then here's another, here's another movie falls out. Forget this movie. And then we'll yeah. go here. And then like, that's, I like, think... yeah, that's trash. Cause this is the only franchise that, that I know that will just say, Nope, that's trash. We're skipping that one. That doesn't exist. And we're gonna I think on. the only reason that doesn't happen is because Jamie Lee Curtis is central to it all. And I don't think that people will want or buy into an extension of Halloween 2018 without Jamie Cur- Jamie Lee Curtis. Because, I, yes, you could recast Laurie Strode. You could do all that. I get it. But like I, 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 think, that, I think that's the only thing that makes that plausible in my, hand, my head, right? Is that, okay, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It is 40 years later. She is actually 40 years older. Let's do that. Because if she's not going to be in it and you're going to recast Laurie Strode, I'm not sure. I never why. said recast her. Well, I think she, she's done. I she yeah. seems like she seems like she's done. She seemed I, like she was done a long time ago. Right. And then she did Halloween H two O and she seemed sure. like she was done. And then they brought her back again. And yeah. It, but the reality of it is too that Jamie's not going to be around forever. Like I don't know how yes, old she is. Um, but at the same time, she sits down and watches this movie, and she goes, "That can't be the end, right? Like that can't be how we end this in my in my world. We're just going to treat it like Halloween two. It doesn't exist. I'm going to make another one to end it properly. Yeah, like, that's. I, I can't I, see how she can see that. That's a good product on screen. I guess if they were consulting me, I would say, no more extending the timeline. No more of this. If I owned the Halloween franchise, I would say my rule is you're starting over from ground zero if you do anything else. We're not you're not allowed to pick up at four or seven or H two O or anything like that. You you have to start from the beginning. Can you pick up from Rob Zombies? <laughs> I mean you could if you wanted to. I mean I guess <laughs> I you know, I guess there's always the opportunity that they could take like some random ass side character and like H two O or whatever and like spin that off. But like at that point, what's even really you know, the point in doing that. So, yeah, I think, I think we're both on the same page of any sort of sequel from this point on is will Canon will be trash and shouldn't be done. Um, if we're going to do something, it would need to be a reboot and you know, they're going to, because they have the franchise and they've already made this many, uh, a reimagining with Michael Myers is hard. 
Um, yeah. I mean, he is what he is. He's a guy in a mask with a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you completely change his whole being and make him, him in some... space. You, 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 they have not reached space with Michael Myers yet. <laughs> J- Jason's explored that, but uh, he hasn't. So Jason has that that demon side of these. He's literally from hell. Uh, they haven't really said that. They've said it about Michael, but not like yeah that he is. And so right. unless you go that route to make it somewhat different, which I don't necessarily agree with, I don't know how you make this franchise new again. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's kind of, you're beating the same drum that I was beating with Predator, right? It's like at some point the franchise is just toast, I, right? You scrape every. But I every... just think you, ha- you have, more, I think you have more options, at least with Predator. Well, than you do with the guy do. that walks around in, with a knife. Sure. You know, but you also have a built in fan base of just general horror people that don't mind seeing slashers all the time, right? Like there, there is that genre of p- folks who, you know, or even beyond the horror people that, you know, people just want to see scary things when we get to October, right? They just get in that mindset. So it's like, all right, you know, it's the mm-hmm. 35th Halloween, but, you know, whatever. I can, you know, go take my girlfriend and go see the movie, you know. Eh. Oh, I get it. My my wife and I, we watch horror movies all, all through October. That's the only time we're allowed to watch horror movies <laughs> from, from her end. But we, we try to get through as many. And we watched the new Hellraiser on Hulu, mm-hmm. which is not... I mean, it's, it's gory. It's not good. It's not a good movie, and it clearly has logic issues sure. um, with it. Um, it's one of the franchises I wanted to be rebooted, and they did, and it wasn't very good. Better than this. Um, <laughs> we watched Don't Breathe 2, which is not a horror movie at all. If you like, I love the first one. Second one's like an action movie that has nothing to do with horror and Mm -hmm. that that was disappointing and then we roll it into this one so we we have been watching like the sequels just because we like the franchises of things uh and been thoroughly disappointed uh this this season yeah yep um okay so i think it's probably pretty obvious what we think about this movie already uh so what did you actually end up rating it this is a one wow this is a one this is one of the worst movies i've seen definitely this year uh but in a long time like yeah. not only i mean i didn't have high expectations because i kind of knew what i thought i knew what i was getting it's just okay let's just wrap this up but this was this was trash this is boring trash so that's that's even worse it's, it's nothing it was made it was terrible acting I'm gonna mm-hmm. put, put that out there and the story was awful yeah and so it is unwatchable, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't disagree with you. It's just we've said this for quite a while now. Like For me to get below a two, you got to get into some really bad territory. And not just like a bad movie, but like bad filmmaking, you know, cheap, just really tacky made movie. And uh, this one didn't get down there for me. I didn't enjoy it. Um, it was not good. There's really not much of anything I like about it. But I just, for me to get... I didn't actively hate it, which is, I know something I say all the time on the podcast. Like I, I wasn't, I was bored and I was irritated, but I wasn't like, Oh my God, get this over with what is happening. So it, it's not good, but for me, I can't get down into like that one and a half or one star territory. It just, it at least hit the threshold of, okay, it wasn't so poorly edited that I threw my hands up in the air. It wasn't so cheap that the special effects were overly tacky. Um, you know, the acting was 
fine for a horror movie. Like, I mean, my, my bar for acting in a horror movie is extremely low. So was it fine? Yeah. So I'm at a two. I, but that's just my own personal Too ranking much. system. I, I can't, I can't go below that for something that's actually I, like competently constructed. I think if I compare this to other twos that you've, you've put out there, this yeah, but the, the below the lowest two uh, of yeah. of your list. I mean, it, Halloween Kills is also a two, and I, I'm not saying that that doesn't mean that because they're both twos, I I think that they're exactly the same. Like there can be nuances there, but like I've been very clear about my threshold to get below a two. Right, you start getting into like the room territory, you know, things that are made like that when you start getting out in like the ones and one and a halfs, and this. I mean, I audibly turned to my wife who had the same expression on her face when. We looked at each other while watching, like, what the hell is this movie? Yeah. And it, it is that. I mean So, but let's uh let's flip over to, to spoilers <laughs> so we can get into what the hell is this movie. Okay, let's do it. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. All right, where do you want to start? I'm going to let you start. Oh, I'm going to okay. let you start. Um, so I guess the most obvious place to start um, that everybody will most likely start in every movie review of this that they have is, again, I'm going to say two things at one time. They spent an hour plus of Lori being nowhere near Michael in the movie called Halloween Ends, which is terrible. But... In its place, the the subplot, or I don't even know if it's a subplot. I guess it's the main plot. It's the plot. Yeah, of the guy who... Okay, so uh, let me back up just a little bit. <laughs> I did really actually like the opening scene where Corey, the babysitter, is at the house. He gets scared, whatever. He thinks Michael Myers is there, but he's really not. The kid's playing a prank on him. He kicks the door open. It hits the boy in the face. The boy flips over the railing. The boy dies, and this kid is labeled... The, the kid, child the babysitter killer. is labeled a child killer. I'm like, okay, that's a pretty interesting setup. I don't know where we're going to go with this, but you know, let's go. But I will say very early on when he did that and he looked over the railing and he's holding a knife. I was like, oh boy, I was already starting to get like some inklings here of how are they going to do this? A protege. Yeah. A protege. Is he Michael Myers incarnate? Like I was already starting like the, the a neurons. Were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the neurons were firing in my head and I was like, okay. And then they did a couple other things where like they had him wear like the clown mask to a party. I was like, scarecrow I was supposed mask. to be a scarecrow, but it yeah. looked very much like the clown mask in the original Halloween. And then they had him working at a mechanic shop, so he's wearing like the mechanic thing. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, we're doing this right! Th- this is what we're gonna do." So, the whole plot of this kid becoming the protege or um, wanting to be Michael Myers, and again, the theme that they try to use to connect it all is that the town has created him, right? Because of the way that they treated him, and they were all on edge because of Michael Myers. Now they've, they've manifested a new Michael Myers. I mean, it's terrible. The threat is there, but it's terrible. Um, but for me, the moment where I was like, I kind of just wanted to give up on the movie was when the kid actually is in the sewers with Michael Myers and Michael looks into his eyes. And I guess 
sees what the kid has done, the accidental kill plus the hobo stabbing. And no, hobo was after. It was after? Okay. Yeah, all he saw was he accidentally killed the kid. Okay, and that was it, enough it, it, for... Peer, peering into his soul. Yeah, and that was enough. Well, first off, I didn't really know what happened after that. I was like, okay, <laughs> was that just Michael, like seeing evil in the kid's eyes and letting him live because he knew or was this like some soul transference thing and for like the next 30 minutes after that i was like is he michael myers or is he not like i don't know what's happening so i agree that plot and the fact that they went that direction and wrote it and spent over an hour on it well actually they spend up until like the last 15 minutes of the runtime on it essentially mm-hmm. um mind-boggling why no. why you're you're wrapping up Michael Myers. This is the final Michael Myers Myers story, and that's how you're saying it ends. And we spend an hour plus on Corey. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like all you want to do is see Michael Myers be Michael Myers until the end of this movie. Like mm-hmm. that's the huge miss. That yeah. Why introduce Corey at all if not right. if not just to get killed somehow? Yeah. Like maybe uh, so i'm like god like he accidentally killed the kid so it's not like his heart is evil you know and so i'm going through that and i go maybe we get a little flashback of he kicked open the door and he threw the kid over like yeah like a revisionist after like he thought oh it was an accident but he really did throw the kid over or something because he said i'm gonna kill you mm-hmm. I, I don't know but he accidentally killed the kid and that leads him to go murder people uh well and I, I get i get your oh the town right. <laughs> Go I away. know it's bad, the, but it's there. The evil band kids that beat him yeah, up, right? Come on. So yeah. casting wise, this guy's a, a decent size human. Yeah. I mean, I, I would. I mean, he's looked decently built and, and yeah. tall. And the bullies that you give him, we're going to break the stereotype. They're not going to be jocks. They're right. going to be. They're going to be mean band kids. And you pick yep. two of the smallest guys that you could find, and then two girls. One who's not even bullying because she's reluctant, mm-hmm. and these are his bullies like what the hell the fact that they they go out of their way to say that they're 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 banned people and not not athletes like like like, this is this is terrible this is absolutely terrible he's getting bullied and he's 25 years old (laughs) right they're in high school they're 17 and they're bullying him yeah and it's not like he's a a hit a a smaller guy that he's like these are he's a grown-ass man yep I don't even know from the start, even that whole babysitter scene where the kid dies. I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't even know what year we're in or why. They, I know they said it's a year after Michael Myers. But well, like, so the events of the, the the main events of the movie take place four years after right, Halloween. But, but kills, when he but, kills the kid, it was a, right. a year after Michael yeah. Myers. But they don't even say how how he got out of the mob or the people that killed the mob, just that he's gone. Right. He's in but the it, wind. Right. It does, which is standard horror movie fare, right? I can look sure. past that. Like roll credits. You think he's dead. Oh, next movie. He's not, we're not going to explain how like that's, but fine. we don't mention the, the, the slaughter of townsfolk in the streets. I mean, I, I feel like that's worth mentioning. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's all implied. Like they're like, Oh, the town's so scared. People are hanging themselves and they see the boogeyman around every corner since they couldn't find him. I mean, it's which, fine. Which they, is a re- which is all that was a reach of, I can sure. get being kind of scared, but I didn't understand the association that they were trying to put on the town. I, I think it's I, just that th- what they were going for was 
the town was so frightened, so scared. They've had this history of being terrorized by this guy. Now they're turning on each other because that, that's what was happening in Halloween Kills as well, right? The town was starting to turn on each other. So now the town, evil is spreading throughout the town kind of thing. Like, it's just, it, it's there. It's just not done well. I mean, I don't know what else I can really say about that. Like, I get what they were trying to do. I'm not dumb enough to be able to say, like, oh, I don't see it. I see it. It was just, one, a bad choice, and two, poorly executed. Terribly. Terribly executed. Yeah. Um, you mentioned he's a mechanic. Did, did you have any idea that that was going to be his dad and or stepdad? I still am not quite sure who that guy was. Like, they did not make that very clear what his <laughs> role was. Like, the way that they talked to each other when he gave him the motorcycle made it seem like they were just, like, boss he was, and co-worker. Right. And then he's randomly at the house eating dinner. I'm like, Are, is he just over for the night, like, having dinner? But then he was there again. I'm like, okay, is he... Is he living with the mom? Like, yeah, they never explain that guy very well. I mean, I guess it's sort of irrelevant, but it's just something weird to have there. I mean, you can clearly write a quick line that says, you know, I don't like my stepdad either or something like that. Just like, yeah. at least let me know. Let me I, get my bearings on who this character is. I eventually got to stepdad. It, it, it was just how, how I, how I, because again, the opening scene, it seemed like a boss that had this coworker that, that was late and riding his bike in, but apparently this guy leaves work with him. Mm-hmm. leaves the same house so why wouldn't you just bring your freaking kid to work right you know but he gives him a mope he's like here you go kid he's like oh that's a nice boss taking a chance on a kid who's been run out of the town yeah. you know like okay and then he's there at dinner like, hmm? <laughs> like yeah, right okay he's his dad and then the way the mom's talking is like okay he seems to be falling more into the stepdad role of not wanting to but that that was just a mess that's yep. just an absolute mess of who this this random guy is right and then, I mean, if we're sticking with Corey for a bit, because we have to, because that's the whole freaking yeah, movie. Everything with him and the granddaughter, which I kind of already forget her name. Um, that was so, it was so forced, like so bad. And it so happened bad. so quickly. Like, and I understand that they tried to keep Jamie Lee Curtis involved by being the one who like set the two of them up. And I know they're supposed to be bonding over the fact, because they even say this like verbatim in the movie, that he's the child killer, but she's the one who survived the killer. And you're, so I think, again, they're the all... crazy, you're the monster or something. Well, right, yeah. and you're suppo- we're both supposed to be scarred by Hadden- Haddonfeld, and like, you know, we are both byproducts of this town, so we're going to relate. But like the fact that they latched onto each other so quickly, and it was so horribly forced and didn't work at all, and the fact that she would abandon her grandma, who like... Again, in the first two movies, she was the only one sticking up for her grandma, right? Like, mm-hmm. like even when all that stuff was going bad and all that stuff, it was the daughter that, that didn't like Jamie Lee Curtis. The granddaughter was the one defending her. So now you just turn... I mean, and I get her pa- parents were murdered and stuff by Michael Myers, but they don't really draw that connection very well until a screaming match, you know, three-fourths the way into the movie where she's like, I'm only alone because of you. It's like, okay, you're, you're turning everything up on its head now for no real reason, like... I, yeah. I think the problem is just that they they must have had a longer term vision of what they wanted to do with this story and didn't realize that what worked in Halloween twenty eighteen was what you should have been continuing, not what you built or had in your mind for kills and the next one. Because I, I feel like so much of this can be fixed by just rewriting the characters to stay true to what was being established in twenty eighteen, not what was established in kills. Well, let's let's look at their relationship between these two kids, which I'm not even sure I know how old the, the granddaughter is. Mm, and, wasn't and, she was still in high school in technically in kills and ends because they are sorry. In 2018, 
and ends. They take place on the same night, and she went to a high school dance, remember? Because she liked that boy and then leaving the okay. dances when a couple of, so like she was finishing up high school and now so then you fast forward four years later you gotta figure she's in her Your early 20s and so is he okay yeah he's probably a little bit older if he's like 25 or whatever but yeah so the cop that's hitting on her mm-hmm. is he, I, I had no idea what age he was is yeah. he a terribly aged late 20s is he 40 like casting yeah, wise that threw me I was off. I was I was totally thrown off of Wait, are they supposed to be same age rivals? You know, yeah. Corey and this cop. Like I, yep. so but looking back at their relationship, they meet right, and nurse. They kind of like each other. They go out to a party, mm-hmm. which he flips out, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yells at her, mm-hmm. screams at her. They go to a diner the next day, which he flips out. Uh, you know, banging on the table. Uh, like okay, yeah. this guy's been called a murderer. You know, and he's clearly acting like somebody I probably shouldn't be around anyway. And then somehow, and I get, you can't, you can't uh, put bearings on, on love, Garrett. Sure. But it's like, like really, these are the three experiences that you have with this guy and you're willing to just throw it all away. Right. And and throw your grandma under the bus, like not seeing any of this guy's, you know, he's trying to fight everybody in the, like, come on. Yeah, I I just I just don't buy because no. there was nothing of they've never had a, a nice scene together outside right. of the the hospital and she's parent uh, fixing him up. Yeah, like there there is no show of yeah we really like each other and us against the world. Mm-hmm. I yeah very forced and terrible acting. Yeah, the the whole everything to do with Corey was not good. Um, then you get him as the Michael Myers replacement. So essentially in this movie. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Michael Myers only kills one person this entire movie. It would be the cop in the sewer that Corey lured in there. And he's like, show me how to do this. And he's like, (laughs) he's holding the cop while Michael Myers stabs him. I'm like, aren't you? I mean, Michael Myers has freakish strength. Aren't you worried that he could just send that knife right through him? And like, and what is he really teaching you? You're holding the guy while he's being stabbed. But so Michael Myers kills that guy. I don't think he kills anybody else the rest of the movie because the the big kill montage or, or rampage is the kid, not Michael Myers. No, Michael Myers, he chokes him out. He uh, chokes the girl out and stabs the knife into the wall. Oh, that's right. That's right, because he comes uh, and rescues him in the house. Okay. Yeah. But, so uh, there's two kills. But he goes, show me how to do this. You've, you literally just killed a bum. outside you you just killed that guy with a knife like show me how you do this maybe if that was his first kill like he hadn't actually killed anybody yet but he he the scene prior you just did this yeah i guess technically michael also killed Corey, didn't he because once uh, he comes into the house after corey has been stabbed by jamie lee or he stabs himself actually michael comes in grabs the mask and i think he like snaps his neck neck. yeah okay yeah so Again, so we have Corey killing people, which is stupid. Yeah. Uh, the transference of of Evil. his his soul. Uh, you looked into his eyes, didn't you? Okay. So this, I think, would have been awful, but better than what we got. Uh, which I would have kind of in uh, Lori sitting there in the hall, uh, leaning back in the chair, you know, talking to him when mm-hmm. he's sleeping on the floor on the mark of where this dead kid was mm-hmm. four years later in that mansion. No one bought that mansion. I find right. that hard to believe. No, anytime there's a death in a house in a horror movie, it's always abandoned. It, it's abandoned four years later. No one ever <laughs> yeah, goes back. Exactly. There. You know, it's not like some rickety house, like Michael Myers house was, this is, this is a freaking mansion. Right. Yeah. I think somebody get over the, 
anyway. <laughs> um, but she's sitting there leaning against the wall and she's like, you looked into his eyes, you know, and basically possessed this kid. Uh, and she mentions that she looked into Michael Myers eyes years ago and saw evil. You know, I would have loved to her say for the past 40 years, I've been killing people, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, so something, you know, just like, okay, just, just flip. If we're going to go this way of possession of garbage, you know, just have Lori be some badass that over the past 40 years, I've been waiting for Michael, but I've also been, been murdering people and I'm happy right. to murder you. And she kills him there and carries on the story and goes hunts Michael. You know, I'm like, <laughs> right. we're just going to throw all logic. Cause by this time I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed at this whole Corey angle. I'm pissed that, that we haven't seen Michael Myers. He pushes Michael Myers to the ground and takes his mask. <laughs> that like, was the what? worst. <laughs> what the hell? Like you're well, so you, okay. I, I, I kind of don't have a problem with that scene in and of itself. What, what I thought was going to happen in that scene was that the kid was going to get somehow get the best of Michael Myers. And, you know, they had kind of been almost setting up that Michael was weak and still hobbled from his injuries and stuff like that. So, like I still would have had problems with it. Don't get me wrong. But what you can't do is have the kid like get into a shoving match with Michael Myers. Essentially, <laughs> it's not like a stab, a gunshot, anything. It's 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 like a high school fight that you would yeah. see in the hallway where you're like shoving each other and pulling each other's clothes. And then he takes his mask and walks off. So you're like, oh wow, you you really just like kind of emasculated Michael Myers, right? Like mm-hmm. there's there's nothing there anymore. But then later in the movie, Michael Myers is back to his rampaging ways against Laurie, where he's got like he can take twenty five stabs and do all this stuff. It's like, where where is and, the balance in all of and, this? And flicking her across the room, where you know he just moves right. his arm and he's just throwing her across. Like right. he has well, that strength, <laughs> right? And the other bad thing is this this is more of a, a larger issue with all horror movies. And but let's keep it locked in here to to the Halloween franchise. Like there are several times where Michael just steps on somebody's face and caves it in. Mm-hmm. Um, or he just literally can grab their neck and just snap it like in the blink of an eye. So then when he's fighting Lori and he grabs her by the throat, like the precedent that's been set is game over. Like it's done. Like he, he literally grabbed her throat at one point. He also stepped on her throat at one point. You've established that he can kill somebody in the blink of an eye. So how am I supposed to believe that? I mean, it just feels hokey at that point. It's like, okay, so he would really just sit there and try and choke her instead of just snapping her like a twig. I mean, it's dumb. Maybe, maybe he's like the Joker. Maybe Michael doesn't want to kill Lori, but just show her that he could. I guess. Because without Lori, what is Michael? If you want to go down uh, that garbage. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, which is kind of what they're doing with the whole Haddonfeld theme. It's just like they're, they're abstracting these things out and losing sight of the fact that nobody gives a shit. Nobody yeah. cares. It's Lori versus Michael. And and you kind of touched on this in non-spoilers, and I told you this afterwards, but they got the whole trilogy backwards. Kills can stay in the middle, right? I have zero problem with that. Like, I don't like kills. I think it did some bad things. But like, let's just take the pieces of the puzzle that we have. It does not make sense, to your point, to have Lori be this Sarah Connor badass in Halloween 2018, have the events of that happen, have the events of kills happen where her daughter and son-in-law are killed, her granddaughter almost killed. And then in the blink of an eye over the course of four years, she turns into a writer in a sunny bedroom telling her, you know, psychiatrist book about what is evil and all that stuff. Like at the very least, if you want to write these movies the way that you did and they're not very good, at least kills and ends, you have to flip-flop that. It has mm-hmm. to be after 40 years, she's tried to find peace or whatever. And then Michael comes storming back and 
you know, wreaks havoc again, kills her daughter, kills her son-in-law, all that stuff. And then over the next four years after kills, she becomes the recluse, the Sarah Connor. And then it ends with Michael Myers trapped in the basement with her lighting her house on fire because she finally got him. Like, again, I don't think that's a very good trilogy. But at the very least, if you flip-flop who Jamie Lee Curtis is and her interactions with Michael Myers, you very much want 2018 to be the conclusion to this, not the setup to this. It's all backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you watch this one first, you would not make it to 2018. No, no. Nor would it ever get greenlit. <laughs> yeah, it's not possible <laughs> to do it, but it's like I don't understand how you get how you get that so wrong. It, You're it, absolutely it, right. It makes it, no sense from a character perspective. Uh, like for her, and that honestly, like or, I know it's just or me entertaining to watch. Right, I know it's just me and you, but I gotta feel like if we go, if we were to go read a bunch of movie reviews about 2018, you would see all the stuff about homages and the throwbacks and all that kind of stuff. But I think I feel like what people generally liked was Lori. They liked that Sarah Connor approach to her. It's something mm-hmm. that we hadn't seen in this franchise. It was pretty cool the way that she lured him in. The way, and and you got another hint of that in this movie when. You know, it made it look like she was going to kill herself. And then, you know, the pumpkin mm-hmm. got shot. And the guy was like, you didn't think I was really going to kill me. Like, you got that glimpse of it. But you really wanted... I would have been okay with 2018 setting up that she's Sarah Connor. And then kills... Like, she's dealing with the ramifications of that and the impact of the town. You break them up. Okay, okay, fine. But get me back to Sarah Connor, Laurie Strode, right? That's what I want in the end. I want that ultimate face-off where she's the badass. She's going after Michael. All that kind of stuff. But instead, you just got like this. You got a muted Lori who is writing books the entire time. And you got Michael hiding in a sewer the entire time and until literally the last 15 minutes of the movie. What are you doing? I, I, exact, that's the exact question that needs I to mean, be. What, what the hell? Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a master class in how not to form a trilogy. And honestly, the other recommendation I would have is they should have never time hopped. After kills, Absolutely. I think it would have been better to just have, like your your setup for all this is that forty years later Michael breaks out and in one Halloween night all this stuff's gonna play out. Like Lori's gonna try and get him trapped. It doesn't work. He breaks out. He ends up killing his her daughter and son in law, and then ends is you know basically Halloween ends should end with the sun rising on November first, right? Like it should have just mm-hmm. all been one night. I, well, because there's no way you could have done all this, right? You 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 can't do the Corey thing no. if you're keeping it all in one night. No. You, you know, there's so much there's so much it's, you can can just contain if you do it one night. So those are my recommendations. Like keep the Lori thing going, make it all one night, so that you can't have this huge changing arc of like Michael changing and Lori changing. You can't do it in one night. We got a trailer for Halloween Kills that showed Lori. And leaving the hospital with the knife in hand, mm-hmm. uh, basically hell bent on going to kill Michael. That wasn't that didn't make the final cut. We kind of thought, okay, that's going to be this movie of find out her daughter killed, whatever, and then here here comes Lori. Like that's that's kind of how I thought this was going to go, and yeah. all of a sudden we're four years later. Like I just so lost. You're absolutely right. That's how that's how it should have been of her. Okay. Because uh, she felt useless and hurt and whatnot in, mm-hmm. in the hospital and couldn't do anything, and then now she's badass, and here she comes. She's coming, Michael. She's hunting him. You know, flip flip the script. He's murdered all these people in the cul-de-sac. Her daughter's dead. Mm-hmm. She's had enough. 
Yeah. Yep. It's it's almost too easy to write, yet they somehow <laughs> exactly. just can't figure it out. Because you don't need a whole lot of story in nope. this one. If you're mm-hmm. just trying to end the franchise with them, you need to give people why they watch Michael Myers movie. Michael Myers, they want to see him kill people. Yep. Uh, you give her conclusion. Um, and you don't need to introduce new new themes or what. You just wrap up what you got. Yeah. It's... It's terribly unfortunate. I can't imagine people read this or watch this and say, "Yep, that's that's good." Right. I I yeah. I, don't get I mean, it. I don't the more it. the more we talk about it, the more I feel like I I will drop my rating down to yes. A I mean, yes. It, if only be, it's it's almost it's almost not for the movie itself. It's for the how effort. Did it, it's it, no, not even the effort. It's just like yep. how did it even get made? Because like when I think of effort, I think of like you were just lazy on the screen. They clearly, I feel like, put forth a lot of effort to come up with a whole other plot for a movie instead of just, the lazy thing to do would have been the right thing to do. Take the plot line that's right in front of you. You don't have to do that much more work. Instead, Mm-mm. it's like, oh, we want to bill some more hours as writers, so we're going to come up with this whole other plot and justify how this kid comes into existence. So it's just a complete failure of understanding what people would want out of this movie. And I don't understand because it's 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 very basic. It's very carnal. It's very easily understood what somebody would want out of a Halloween movie and you didn't do it. I mean, sure. Are there kills? I mean, kind of, there's like one stretch about an hour in where you finally get the, the Halloween ish kills. But for an hour leading up to that, no, you're just getting kind of like some random stabby stuff. Um, yeah, you get a, a tongue on the the record, which is poetic for a DJ who's right. spouting stuff. Like, okay, like yeah. that's that's the best you get. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can say positive about this movie is that they called it Halloween Ends, and they clearly did what everybody always wants to have happen at the end of a horror movie. If you're really trying to end it, which is destroy the body, destroy the body, completely pulverize it. It's not possible for him to come back. So, I mean, if I'm looking for any praise for this movie, it would be that, that like they cannot continue this lineage. I I mean, they, I shouldn't say can't, it's a horror film. They can come up with whatever they want to do, but they did what everybody always wants to do. You, You just brutally, chopped up the body in the junkyard so like it's you must not have seen jason goes to hell <laughs> right that's what i'm saying you can find he, ways his, around it is his body explodes and yeah. then piece together his brain yep and for some reason duke from uh rocky eats eats his heart <laughs> and yeah jason somehow comes back right. yeah so there there's a way to write it poorly right there is that, i mean you could you could get Corey to come back as michael myers I mean, you that, could get that's Corey. the out. yep okay well terrible terrible movie so you're Agreed. at a one and a half now I, I am at a one and a half right now i think okay. i think that's the, more uh, deserving I, I think it's hard for me because like i said my threshold to get below a two tends to be about the movie quality itself but when you take in other factors about like the disappointment the complete ineptitude of the plot why you would ever go that direction it starts to become like you know all of that does factor into a movie right all of that does come into play with what eventually becomes on screen so the failure may not have happened on screen the failure happened in the writer's room day day one push that <laughs> script across the table yeah all right uh let's see what we got next week black adam 
Black Adam. All right, Dwayne, DJ, you you are so excited for Dwayne. It just it's not doing anything for me. You are bursting I, it, at it the looks seams like, right uh, now. It looks like a superhero paint by number. So you, we'll, you know we'll what's see. what's funny about Black Adam is that this has the opportunity to be the best movie of the year. By the way, that all the other movies have really just crapped themselves, except Maverick. Except, um, I'm sorry. Yes, it's not. I mean, Maverick. I will tell you right now. If you're going into this, no, 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 no. Past Top, Maverick, Gun Ma- Top Gun Maverick, best movie of the year. I'm talking uh, superhero genre. Like this, this is. I don't think it'll beat be... the Batman for me. I don't think there's any chance in hell Black Adam beats the Batman for me. That's just very close-minded. <laughs> I'm just saying where my expectations are at. My expectations are. God, was that this the year? The Batman yeah, I know. This year, that seems I was so actually, long ago. I know. I was going through like I, I've been really bad about Letterbox this year, and I was creating my 2022 rank list. So I was going back through everything I've logged in 2022, and I had totally forgotten about the Batman. Completely forgotten about it. I was like, oh man, like that actually Which rivals. Fits. It's forgettable. No, I mean for me, I, I, I want to watch it again because it's right there with Maverick for me in a in a one two battle. Well, it doesn't have much competition, so that's no. that's fair. That's, that's fair. a fair comment. But the fact that Black Adam even has a chance after uh, Multiverse of Madness and Thor is just speaks to how poorly those movies turned out. Yeah. Yep. It's just DC. Yeah. We we we've talked about it enough. We'll see. Uh, one more we'll week. We'll, Here we'll comes Black Adam. Yeah. Rock. 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 <laughs> All right, Carson. Where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff, G R A F F. You can find me at, at Two Views Garrett, G A R R E T T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at, at Two Views Movies, or you can email us at Two Views Movies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen, we are there. We just mentioned it. We will be seeing Black Adam uh, this week, advanced screening, but we'll have our episode out next week. So if you want to know what we think before the pod comes out, find us on Twitter, and maybe we'll give you a little hint but we will catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!